Welcome to Cupify This, the show geared towards understanding why people behave the way they do and what we can do to get our needs met. When our cups are full or filling, we have a strong sense of well-being. When they are emptying, we are driven to choose behaviours to fill them. In this show, we aim to cupify life. We're going to explore big ideas, current events and life in general using the lens of the Phoenix Cups. So welcome back to another episode of uh, Cupify This. And Sandy and I both realized that the hardest part about recording these podcasts is actually saying welcome back. Every time we turn on the microphone, we look at each other and we go... Who's going to say it? Who's going to say what? What are we going to say? This is the hardest bit. This is the hardest bit. Okay, so hi and welcome back. Yeah, that's simple. We'll just do that each week. (laughs) It's very easy. It is. We are going to be talking about cups and relationships. Yeah. And there's heaps of different directions we could take that. Yeah. And and particularly looking at relationships with, say, people we live with or our friends. Yeah or our children and our parenting. But in this case, we're going to talk about intimate relationships. Yep. So in this case, uh, a partner, yep. um, husband, wife, boyfriend, girlfriend. De facto. De facto. What other synonyms can uh, we use? All of those All things. of them, yeah. yeah. Yep, significant so, other. Yeah. So I think what sparked this was because Tracy, our gorgeous PR mm-hmm. consultant, yep. asked, hey, do you two fight? <laughs> and then we kind of look at each other and went, well, not really. Not in the traditional sense. We no, disagree. Whatever the traditional cu- sense might be. I yeah. guess we both know what the traditional sense well, is because we, we've both been married before. Been we have, previous, yeah. We, we have, we we've we clearly had a relationship that didn't work before. Yeah. And there was there was probably fighting in each one of those. But I, I did say to Tracy, it's probably your fault. I said, you try and fight with Chris. It's just not. Doesn't really work, but it's probably. Why is, that? is it my adorable face? Yeah, I think it is. I think that's what it is. I don't know. I don't know. If you've I never think... seen me, don't look up a picture of me. Just assume that I'm adorable. It's adorable. He's yeah. got a face for radio. <laughs> <laughs> so I think you do. I'm just joking about that. <laughs> no, Arch. I think. <laughs> Connection cup emptying. <laughs> Back on track. Oh, I think it is. It was an interesting question. It was. It was. It jarred us a little bit. We're kind of like, oh, hang on. We know what fighting is like because we've both been in relationships where where fighting was present. Yeah. And so we were, but we've been together for I don't know. We always forget six or seven years or something. Two thousand and fourteen. Oh, good job. Yeah. Um. So we. These things are clearly more important to me. <laughs> <laughs> Why did you say that so close to the microphone? You weren't talking to me, you're talking to them. Okay, I've got so... to get you on my side. <laughs> <laughs> so we don't really, but no. we like we certainly get annoyed with each other because yeah. we live together and we work together and every now and then we might annoy each other. But the, at, at the end of the day, we know that each other's behaviour has been driven by an empty cup and yeah. so it's really hard to get an angry yeah. at or fight yeah. with an empty cup, right? And also when you understand too, that that completely, definitely, that our behaviours are a response and how we feel are a response to how full or empty our cups are. Yeah. But also understanding too that it's up to ourselves of how we're going to feel about that. It's going to be up to us, our judgments of how we're going to feel about those situations too. So... This is a good point to throw in that caveat as well about the relationships we're talking about. Yeah, right. Let's talk about – we're going to talk about from our perspective a relationship with an equal power balance. And I think that's – coming from a person, a a woman um, who has been in a relationship where coercive control was present Mm -hmm. in previous relationship of mine, I I don't want to 
I guess I want to say the fine print here is in the conversation we're talking about, we need to be um, thinking about relationships where there's an equal power balance. And yep. and so that being said, and the fine print yeah. done there, this is an, a situation here that you and I have where you don't have power over me and I don't have power mm. over you. And this is an important thing to note is when you're in a relationship with an equal power balance like that, you are not responsible for your partner's cups and you can't empty them and you can't fill them and your partner can't empty your cups yeah. and can't fill your cups. You actually have to be responsible yeah. for your own cups. Yeah, and, and that's a really difficult lesson to learn that we are responsible for our cups. And it's quite a difficult one to ex- sort of explain. But in a sense, analogies I like to use are things like the same event occurring and then we feel different about it. Just for example, if say your best friend's over, you're having a cup of coffee, a cup of tea, and then say your best friend forgets to put the milk away, it might not bother you a but if your partner or your children leave the milk out, all of a sudden you might yeah. feel that much more annoyed by it, even though it's the exact same event. However, the only thing that's different is your judgments of that event, and those judgments come from within. Our judgments, or you know, the way we think about things we've mentioned before, is also a behaviour which can fill and empty our cups. Yeah, I'm just kind it, of forming another of example in my head. I don't know if I can articulate this one, but yep. also your judgments and perceptions is going to come down to how full or empty your cups are in that present moment as well. Yeah, absolutely. So if, for example... But still knowing they do come from within, even though they're yours, yeah. how they might change is still going to be different. Yes. But they're still from within. They're not an external mm. judgment. Yeah. And even if, well, let's say, for example, if I have a big mastery cup, it's very important to me to keep it relatively full and feel a sense of self-confidence. If it's emptying very much and uh, for whatever reason going on in the rest of my life and I come home and there's a great big mess and things are everything's out of place and nothing is where I like it, then that's going to affect me a great deal more because of the day I've had or where my cup level is at. Yep. Whereas if I come, if I walk in the exact same situation, everything is the same except that I have a really full mastery cup. I'm probably not even going to notice it. Exactly. And that's still bringing that back to the same idea of judgments where the event is still the same, the mess is still there, mm. but your judgments are different around it and those judgments come from within. Mm. Anyway, we could keep... We could, I've got a million of these sort of examples that I use. But the idea... I think Schopenhauer... I, I hate to keep bringing up Schopenhauer because I'm clearly just... He's going to just, one of his, just go with it. Okay. A quote that he says, and I just absolutely adore it, is that it is difficult to find happiness within oneself but it's impossible to find it anywhere else. Mm. And I think that just sums it up beautifully. That's quite lovely. Yeah. And also the problem too is if relying on others to fill your cups, is that's when we come up with this idea of codependency as well, isn't it? Yes. That we're dependent on others to fill our cups. Absolutely. Or assume that they're filling our cups as well. And that, that never leads to a healthy relationship, codependency. No. So having your own cup filling plan that is personal to you and that you're responsible for is very, very important. We, we might certainly involve each other in those cup filling plans uh, every now yeah, and then. Yeah. Like, you know, a few weeks ago I called you and said, oh, my gosh, the weather is perfect. I need to drop everything and go out on the kayaks and just freedom cup fill because I've done too much stuff that's freedom cup emptying right yeah. now. Will you join me? Yeah, and that's um, filling our cups together. Yeah. So we're still responsible for our cups, but we're filling them together. All right, what's next? Uh, yeah, so loving yourself, I guess, is always the first part. So working on your own cups, right? I think that is really important in a relationship, making sure that you are taking care of your own cups and ensuring that your own needs are met. Mm. I think that is really, really Because you really can't important. pull from an empty you cup. You can't, you mm. can't. Okay. Yeah. And also being aware of your partner's cups 
just makes living together or understanding each other just so much more easy. For example, Sandy's got this dominant um, mastery swimming pool and I've got a, uh, <laughs> a John got Ormus, a Freedom Cup Lake. A Freedom a Cup freedom, Lake. A Freedom Lake. A Freedom yes. Ocean. Yes. And generally you think those two needs profiles would clash. Now, well, if, they would, wouldn't they? They would. They definitely would. But since we know each other and we know ourselves, so we understand each other's needs and we understand our own needs, we're able to work together with that. I know how to get my needs met without affecting Sandy. Sandy knows how to get her needs met without affecting me. And we know how to work with each other to understand each other's needs. Yeah. And that's what's really great about understanding cups and understanding your partner's cups is seeing it. Because we all know that feeling when we're in a bit of a mood. We know something's wrong. We're just agitated. We're not even sure why. We're not even probably even self-reflecting in that moment. We just know we feel at odds and something's wrong and something's bothering us. One or more of your cups are uh, empty at that moment. And sometimes it's those people who know you the best can work that out. And that's usually the point Sandy goes, go for a ride on your motorbike. You'll feel better. And I go, great idea. Okay, why don't you just drop everything right now, get your riding gear on, get on that bike (laughs) that you insisted on buying because it was a Freedom Cup filling plan. Yeah. And go and get on it and please leave me to my mastery cup filling. Thank yeah. you very much. Goodbye. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that does, that works. I yeah. think when you can remind each other and and it's not just the dominant cups you've got to be aware of though. Yeah. It is also, so my tiny little safety cup, you every now and then need to remind me, hey, it may be, maybe that's yeah, running yeah. dry. I'm seeing some red flags yeah. here. <laughs> it's time for bed. <laughs> but we're both pretty good, I think, at realizing all of a sudden, but sometimes uh, when it's my little cup, I'm... I'm yeah. pretty bad at recognising it until it's nearly empty. Yeah. But on each other's cups as well, not only just putting up with each other's cups, but you got to honour each other's cups because knowing that I have a small mastery cup and knowing that Sandy has a dominant mastery cup and vice versa, her with with the my freedom cup, although Sandy does have a pretty big freedom cup, but her mastery cup kind of dominates it. Mm. It just... You honour those those parts in each other too and work with those strengths. So I trust Sandy when it comes to Mastery Cup things because often I'll think, is, is this even possible? And Sandy's like, yeah, of course it's possible. I'll do it. <laughs> like, oh, okay, I guess it is possible. <laughs> and any time there's anything. I think there's – and there, there is this level of optimism versus po- pessimism as well yeah. um, in that because I'm an optimist and you're a pessimist. We yeah. won't even start there. Um, yeah. But – but there is, I don't know, I think this optimism combined with my mastery cup sometimes means I put too much on my plate. Uh, and we, means we generally end up late to everywhere we go. You're like, we can correct. make it in time. It I'll is, just swing into here. For everyone else like, who is going, I'm up. always late too, yep. let me just tell you, it is a trait of optimists. Yep. So it is just that you're an optimist and you try and Blind do lots optimism. of <laughs> You try and do lots of things before you get there and good on you, I say. <laughs> they can wait five minutes. Yeah. But I think honouring each other's cups, it, it's just, it builds strength in the relationship. You not only achieve a lot, but you honour each other in that sense too. And I think that's really important for a relationship as well. Yes. Like, because seeing it as a deficit and something that you're going to conflict with. Yeah. Just admiring that in that other person. Well, yeah. And that's what got the book written too, because I knew that your Freedom Cup could drive and create all this incredible creativity and you burst these gorgeous characters whom we fell in love with. And through just the the Freedom Cup drive of creativity um, when you were writing and, you know, locked yourself away for a few months and mm. and really Freedom Cup filled uh, as far as expressed yourself through that creativity. Yeah. And it's also Mastery Cup filling to do that as well. I mean, predominantly it was Freedom Cup filling to write it, but it filled my Mastery Cup as well. But because my Mastery Cup was so small, by the time I was finished it, I was like, yep, done. Yep. Put it in the drawer with every other story I've ever written <laughs> in my life. So without Sandy's Mastery yeah, Cup well, we to drive it. We had to get that finished, yes. go anywhere. 
So this is where cups can come together in different needs profiles and mm. complement each other. And you, know, you hear that saying all the time, opposites attract. Uh, but I, I don't know. I think what I want to say about That's that. That's complex, isn't it? It is. And, like, you know, where's the science in that and what's going what's, on there? What's yeah. happened previously? Right. What but, are the stories? And, yeah. Mm. But if we just take that common vernacular and yep. then we think about what does that mean in cups? Well, uh, I don't know if they attract, but they do, if we can work out how to live together with them, our opposites complement each other. Yeah. So your yeah, small mastery cup beautiful. is complemented. Thank you. Yeah. Um, so but you're usually the poet around here. So your small mastery cup is complemented by my large mastery cup. And your, uh, yeah, I guess your needs profile and my needs profile fit together yep. nicely for us to be able to do the things that we want to do together. Yeah, So. Definitely. That is important. And then I think what I wanted to also mention is looking at your strengths while we're talking about that. Mm -hmm. So what is the strengths that you have because of your dominant cup and what is the strengths that your partner has because of their dominant cup and also ensuring that both can utilize those strengths. I'm a little obsessed with positive psychology at the moment. And of course, Seligman does some great work um, with his colleagues around strengths. And you can actually both do for free the VR strengths character inventory which is on the authentic happiness website and with that so that's via character strengths inventory questionnaire you'll find it in there and you you answer a lot of questions and it probably will take you about 20 minutes each yep. or so and then it'll give you your strengths listed from 1 to 24 and that will you know tell you what's your strongest and what's your weakest but really paying attention to those top 3 strengths and then how can you utilize those within your relationships yep. even within your dating within the you know the, the times that you spend together and this is already assuming you know each other's cups too so mm. if your partner doesn't want to do the quiz to work out their cups just ask them one question a day and you do it for them <laughs> That's true. and then in 30 days you'll find out what their cups are yes but this, back to the via via yeah so i think that it is important to know what your partner's cups profile is you probably have a pretty good idea and then do and, and the thing about the cups quiz is there is 30 questions and it's very much something that you need to also do some self-reflection on and use it as a guide mm. to work out your needs profile rather than hard and fast this is the answer to the quiz so this must be my cups that's certainly not the case with VIA, though, it is scientifically proven 200 questions and it will give you this beautiful result. Now, my top strength is appreciation of beauty and excellence. Naturally. That's mm. why I'm here. <laughs> we were presenting at a conference a couple of weeks ago and I mentioned this when I was encouraging the participants to do theirs, to work out their top strength. And Chris is in the back, like, waving his arms around, trying to make claim that that is why I married him, yeah. because I have an appreciation of beauty and excellence. I'm wondering now if you just purposely ignored me, because you're like, <laughs> this will be awkward if, if it's not. I didn't see you doing that. <laughs> so, yes, this is important. You're knowing what your strengths are, utilising them also within your relationships. Now, there's another quiz. Like, we're just throwing all this fun stuff at you. Love languages. Yeah. Yeah, love languages. It's It's... Love languages is great in that it it exists within the connection cup. So we're going to make a point later too that it's, relationships aren't just about your connection cup, right? But the love languages themselves, I don't know if you've heard about love languages yet, but they're, they're the behaviours that fit within the connection cup. Mm. So there's five love languages. I think we've mentioned them briefly, have we? 
Possibly. We'll mention it again, though, because mm-hmm. just in case you've missed that previous yeah. previous episode. Um, so there's five different love languages in which we show our love and which we um, receive love in as well. Uh, so there's acts of service, words of affirmation, quality time, physical touch, and receiving gifts. So they're about the ways that we're going to express our love and receive love to another. So sometimes your partner could be, you know, showing these different love languages, but if it's a completely different love language to yours, we might not necessarily understand that that's their way of showing their love to you. Yeah. And and you might not be receiving it because it's not your love language in a sense. So Yeah. Ours would be a really good example here because yours is quality time. Yeah. And mine is acts of service. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, in the beginning of our relationship, this was a little bit tricky while we were working this out because, of course, for for you to show that you love me, you're spending time with me. Yeah. And for me to – I'm showing you that I love you by taking the bin out. (laughs) 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 And you're going, wait, Wait, she doesn't – we have a bin. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Isn't that what our children are for? This is exactly <laughs> what you. Yes, that is my no, response. Th- from I you. actually did learn that earlier on when I did that uh, the slideshow for you. Yeah, yeah, you did. You worked it out. That was yeah. good. And uh, we did, yeah, because of course that is how you won me over. Yep. By saying, hey, would you like me to help out by doing that slideshow yeah. for you? Which is kind of funny because it fits within the your your mastery cup too, this and acts, also of, acts service. of service. Yeah, yeah, you did that for me, and I was like, one, I'm going to marry this guy. Yeah. Yeah. So that is, it is important to know because otherwise we're talking a totally different language. You're wanting to sit on the couch and watch TV. I'm taking the bin out. We're both showing each other that we love each other. This is not painting a very good picture of me. (laughs) I I didn't even know the bin was. I like these stories that that lean in my favour. I'm sure we'll have some that don't. Okay. I'm just too terrified to bring those other ones up. We've got more things to finish. <laughs> um, yeah, we, let's not. And, and I guess, yeah, so, you know, understanding each other's love language is just definitely very, very helpful. But also bringing it back to the cups too, understanding each other's cups, particularly if you don't necessarily have the same dominant cup. So I mentioned before that I have a small mastery cup. Sandy has a dominant mastery cup. Now, it's easy just to assume what Sandy wants in that mastery cup, just theorizing what she wants, but not actually listening what she wants in mm. that cup as well, and, and vice versa as well. I want well. the bin taken out. So yeah, yeah, we gotta <laughs> we gotta sometimes watch that within ourselves, just assuming what we think that our partners want, just by what we think we would want in that situation. So really listening in, yes, isn't, I think that's really important. So I, I know right now we're talking a lot about focusing on the other person, but again, we've already covered that about filling our own cups as well. So that's yeah. super. Important. Make a plan for your own. Communicate that plan to your partner. Yeah. That is very important and and discuss it, uh, discuss your behaviours as needs, yeah. uh, as, as manifestations of your needs, as driven by your needs yeah. and that will really help reframe a lot of the things that can you know, potentially yoke each other in a relationship. Yeah, yeah. And it's going to take intention too, I think. I think just getting on the same page with each other yeah. and understanding that this is something that you both want to. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds like you might need to, like, well, sometimes, you know, have time out together, have a date, have dinner or something and discuss this stuff and look at, you know, what do you need at the moment and what do I need at the moment? Yeah. 
And what does this look like if we could imagine it as cups? Yeah, yeah. And that, that Which, just helps to visualise it. Absolutely. And this is then, you know, proving that it's more than just the connection cup, though. What do we need to get our needs met? Yeah. Together and apart. What can we do together to get our needs met? What are some Freedom Cup stuff we can do together? What are some mastery stuff we can do together? Uh, stuff, stuff. <laughs> what is fun some, stuff. What is some fun mastery cup stuff? Cup stuff. What is, is some a, yeah, exactly. fun cup stuff? What also, yeah, fun cup stuff is important to do together. Yeah. And also safety. Yeah. Because that, uh, you know, you'll need, you'll need more um, safety cup filling than I need, but mm-hmm. I still need it. Yeah. And so we need to make a plan for, you know, what's that going to look like together and when are we going to, yeah. when are we going to need to do that? Yeah. So there is a lot that we've covered in a short space of time. Well, also, I just want to throw in one last thing about not only getting those needs met together, but also a part two, so we don't uh, project onto one another as well. Yes. Projecting that uh, maybe someone's, you know, your partner is emptying, emptying your freedom cup, but perhaps you had the opportunity to fill your freedom cup and you're not relying on that other, pe- other person to fill it for you. Yeah. It is, uh, I think, very important to have plans to do yourself or with other people. Yep. That is about cup filling for you yep. that don't involve your partner. Yeah. And to communicate those with each other. Yeah, mm. definitely. Definitely. Beautiful. So we have a way to make this conversation two-way, which is yeah. a bit exciting. Yeah, I was in. The, I was at a conference last week in Perth and during one of the breaks, one of the uh, participants came up to me and they said they've been loving our loving our podcast and you know they wish they could communicate with us and because it's just us here you know yeah. talking into the microphones not knowing who Your out who out there is, is listening command. but yeah. um and we just love to be able to correspond with you so well first off you can you know drop us lines via facebook via instagram facebook, yeah. on phoenix cups actually every time we put up one because every time we launch one of these we put up a little post on facebook on the phoenix cups facebook page feel free to drop some comments in there of how you found the podcast yeah or absolutely but if you want to appear on the podcast yes. at some point, this is exciting. yeah, you can leave us a voice message on our WhatsApp. So on WhatsApp, you will find us on the phone number 0733050282. And you can flick us a little message or you can uh, leave us an audio message there. If you do an audio, that'll be fantastic. I'll splice it in. Yeah. If you do do an audio, assume that we may or may not put it into the podcast. So if you don't want your voice to be on the podcast, just put it via text message. Yep. Uh, but yeah, be it a question or maybe a comment or a thought or an anecdote or a story, yeah, whatever, however you might yeah. want to do that. So yeah, so that'll be fun. That's on 0733050282 on WhatsApp. So we're looking forward to hearing from you there. Please do even just shoot us a quick message saying we're listening and we can see the numbers. Also be sure to subscribe so that way you know every time we launch another one of these. Yes. Mm -hmm. And it's we're really excited to be talking to people in what eight different countries now. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, it, we're, yeah, it's, it's really taken us by surprise. Yeah. We had no idea who were, who were putting this to. We thought it would just be our team listening to this, really. Yeah. So thanks to our uh, team and both of you um, that are listening as well. <laughs> it's really <laughs> nice. It's really nice to have you. No, really, there's eight different countries. No, yeah, so let's do a shout out to, you. You, you know, we've got um, the UK, the US, Romania, France. Uh, where else? Nauru. Nauru. New Zealand. New Zealand. China. Don't miss any well. now. We don't no, have a list. Yeah. Um, Canada. Canada, yeah. So all you guys, thank you. Yeah, Thanks and for if we miss one, send us a message and say you missed this place. We're listening from yep. here. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. And we are excited to to be sharing the cup's love. So thanks for coming on the journey with us. Yeah. Make sure you join us next week. Okay. See you then. See ya.